everyone, I'm Malini Agarwal. I'm the co-founder of Miss Malini Entertainment and the co-founder of Good Creator Co. And you're listening to The Good Creator Show. This is a podcast where we bring together brands, creators, and platforms to talk about the crazy and wonderful world of influencer marketing. And today I'm very proud to have one of my co-founders from Good Creator Co. and the founder of Winkle as well uh, on the sofa with me to unpack a lot of the things that we always wonder about, the technicalities of influencer marketing. So thanks so much for joining me today. And and it's amazing to be here because I think I, I remember the days when we sort of first started this podcast yes. and it's amazing to finally be on this show, right? I'm so happy to have you here. So this is Rahul Singh, who's one of the co-founders of Winkle and now co-founder of Good Creator Co. Something that you know is a real piece of our heart and actually where this podcast was born, as you said. But let's take it back to the beginning. Yeah. As you know, co-founders and founders of companies, we know what the journey takes. So I'd love to know from you, where did your journey with Winkle begin? And, and can you tell everyone a little bit about Winkle? The journey began right back in college where uh, just for some extra cash we were trying out you know a bunch of odd things yeah. right right from uh, renting textbooks to to kids and then you know one thing led to the other and finally in 2019 we stumbled upon the growing world of bloggers right. as it was called then right yeah. i think the word influencer was not even popular at all yeah we started by building a community and we said that because brands find value in bloggers right if we build a community you know over time we might figure out something yeah right that was the starting point for us we didn't think it'll become a business we didn't think we'll make money off of it right it was just um something cool to do yeah. right um and then i think fast forward to covid right we were really struggling and then i think that's when we stumbled um, into the world of influencer marketing right right where we realized that hey brands actually pay influencers like yourselves yeah to promote to you know endorse products that you love right and i think that's where our real journey began right and i think fast forward two years um i think 2020 and 21 we were running winkle um as a tech platform that connected influencers bloggers and brands yeah and then darpan from uh, my glam now good glam reached out right and then we said let's partner yeah right and then he told me uh miss money is coming together <laughs> you know there's bulbul there's you know Click so yeah. and so on, and then it was an offer I could not refuse. And right? likewise, I think that's what amazing. That's what's amazing about it. I think one of the things, and you hear this all the time from Anupamitra on Shark Tank. Yeah. If you have a company that is tech-based, you have the future. You know, um, and I think you were ahead of the curve by building something that puts tech into something which people are still trying to wrap their heads around. Yeah. The influencer yeah. marketing piece. You know, the number one question I would always get. when i started off as a blogger or you know ventured into influencer marketing was what is my roi how do i measure my roi how do i know what the value is how do i know who i should be going to and i think you guys really cracked that so i think that a lot of people don't know this but the you know the heart and soul and the meat and bones of the good creator co app is winkle yeah uh, so why don't you tell everyone what that journey has been like from winkle to gcc and what has been the evolution of the app since then one of the earlier you know things that i remember is um i think early of 22 right where one fine day we decided to rebrand the winkle app to gcc yeah so all we did was just change the black of winkle to blue of gcc <laughs> right. and just you know pasted on the logo yeah. right uh, that's where it all began but i think in the last uh, couple of months especially right um apart from the agency business that sort of mike runs for us yeah. right we figured that there is immense value when we go bottom of the pyramid right where we actually work with Uh, the up and coming influencers creators of today right uh, who are probably not into the big league like yourself but at least the ones who started off you know probably at a 5000 10000 followers yeah. right 
and we realized that there is probably value in aggregating them and helping brands amplify their message through them right, right? that is where the gcc app is heading today right? i think and you know i think what would be super useful especially for all the creators who are listening and this is the big you know challenge that people face is that oh i only have 10000 or 20000 yeah, yeah. followers who's going to pay me and how do i you know so so can you explain a little bit and i love that about the gcc app is that it's so agnostic that you could have 5000 followers but it will still if you feed in your information it will find you brands that are looking to work with micro and nano influencers so can you just explain how that works from uh, for uh, from the perspective of an influencer yeah. who might just be up and coming and you know why would a brand pick them so i think fundamentally for us uh, we truly do not care about an influencer's follow account right yeah. when it comes to gcc app simply because um, the way creators make money is basis of performance they drive for us mm. right so it could be x number of views or traffic or orders and so on and so forth right so you could be your influencer at 50k you could be an influencer at 1000 right but regardless of your follow account you get paid you know you get paid basis how well you perform right mm. and so, how do you measure that performance and then that's where the entire tech comes in mm. right where we sort of get creators to link their insta handles with us right give us auth tokens which is um, you know simply put it's a permission for us to sort of get their analytics right, right? and then basis the campaigns they participate in we are able to track performance basis every content every click right so on and so forth so that is the core behind us understanding their performance and outcomes yeah. right and then for a brand on the other side right we are simply able to guarantee outcomes mm-hmm. right we can tell a brand that hey if you spend x you're going to get y for sure right because then we are essentially paying creators basis the performance and that's always the risky business right saying that making yeah. any kind of promise in the influencer yeah, yeah. world that you're guaranteed that's what everybody wants but nobody's able to promise yeah. so how does it work how are you able to promise that and how are you able to guarantee that yeah so for the brand i think the journey is very very simple right the brand has to simply select an objective yeah uh, a kpi that going they're going after yeah. and a budget yeah right and basis a budget um the kpis get defined right and then we work backwards right if i have to say achieve 10000 views right i know that if i get 200 influencers to repost something i will get 10000 views yeah, right yeah. and then essentially you know my job on the app is to make sure 200 people are participating yeah. and then they share it the content is you know in place and so on and so forth right it's actually very very simple uh it sounds simple but i think at the core of it does a lot of tech that we've built over the last one year at gcc that makes it that simple yeah. right so um fairly straightforward that way i love that and i think there's some tools in the app that a lot of creators may not know about yeah. uh i would love for you to share some of them like there's even a tool where you can put in your information and it'll tell you how much you should be charging yeah. so yeah. can you tell us about some of those tools what we're really also trying to go after with the gcc app is not just monetization but a lot of education awareness because we are going after the young creator right they may not have a lot of information knowledge uh, network to really um, understand some of these things right so some of the tools are there's an invoice generator for example right right a super simple tool you enter basic details like your gst the brand gst billing address and so on and there's an invoice that generated which you can share with the brand right um there's like you mentioned there's a a post cost calculator which tells the creator that depending on your views average views how much you should be charging as per market rates right so this ensures that influencers don't get underpaid as well right right because i think fundamentally the north star metric for us is creator earnings right yeah. 
if we are not able to drive creator earnings as a business we fail right right so uh, to ensure creator earnings one is obviously we give them campaigns but at the same time education is super important it is i think what's really interesting is that you know because it's kind of like the wild wild west right the whole creator universe yeah, where yeah. influencers came some became really big and then they kind of sort of literally like in bollywood name your price that i charge this much for a yeah. post this much for a, so there's no real you know rate card around it there's a lot of chaos but i have seen ad good creator co and a lot of the events we do here there's such amazing upcoming creators and in interesting new categories mm. right so you'll have finance creators yeah. of course the whole mommy industry is massive even doctors lawyers everyone's doing it so what is your advice you know to the nano micro creator someone who has um a real passion for this a skill for this but then they go online and they say how am i ever going to catch up to someone who has like 4 or yeah. 5 million followers yeah. what is your advice to them if i'm an up and coming new influencer or creator what are the steps i should follow i'll share some point but i think i would love for you to add to it <laughs> sure. right uh, because you've really scaled right yeah. what creators need to realize is they need to do what a big creator did when they were small mm. right today you might see a big creator posting across categories right it yeah. might be a bit of lifestyle beauty fashion maybe a food travel so on so forth yeah but i think when you're starting off um it's important to be super niche yeah. right find your foot like find your footing uh build that loyal audience right for example today i see creators um say for example in category that are so niche right i might not even know you know are there even 1 lakh people in india who follow that follow that yeah right but then category is so niche right for example someone just talks about uh, there's a there's an automobile creator that i follow on youtube yeah. right and he is so specific into just yamaha bikes for example right no yeah, other brand no of bikes other brand, yeah. right and then he's built a loyal following of you know uh, the brand's sort of fan base and then he's growing from there Makes right sense. as you know you your audience scales over time you could sort of expand it to adjacent categories mm. right and then at some point for you to get to like say a million 5 million then you will eventually have to be broad based right. but i think the starting point needs to be something where which no one else is doing yeah. i 100% agree i think the big mistake that a lot of nano micro creators make is that and and you know it, it i i understand where it comes from that greed of how do i get more followers yeah, yeah. but it's really you know even when we started we started with one yeah. follower at a time yeah. i i remember i think back in 2010 i threw a party at hard rock cafe for having 1000 facebook followers <laughs> i literally did i had yeah. a party and i called and like 300 300 of them came and imagine that Uh, mm. that percentage of people yeah. showing up is massive yeah. but now people would laugh if they yeah. did something like that but it yeah. really is and you know there is a the, the theory is that you can make a brand out of 1000 fans but yeah. loyal fans yeah. otherwise you can you can't be everything to everyone but i love what you said about focus on a category and then look at categories adjacent to that i think that what also happens to a lot of creators is they have a favorite influencer mm. and they say okay if i do exactly what they do i'll be a success yeah. but the thing is that the the main driver i feel as influencers is authenticity mm. nobody can be you and you can't be anybody else and i think the big mistake a lot of people miss make is saying that oh, well this person has done this so let me just do a copy paste of that mm. and it will work mm. but i think also from the perspective of brands you know since you work on both sides yeah. i think this is something that would be super valuable for you know the creators who are listening to understand is when it comes to nano and micro um how can they make their case to brands and what are brands really looking for yeah it extends beautiful into what you mentioned right mm. i think the moment an influencer has a small base of loyal fans things fall in place right because brands tend to look at engagement rate mm. right percentage of your followers engaging with your content 
right? Like that's the starting metric. In fact, that is one of the key ways we identify influencers for GCC app campaigns, mm -hmm. right? Uh, so if you get your engagement right, and that then boils down to, hey, you know, is the creator authentic enough, right? Uh, or are they just trying to copy someone else, mm -hmm. right? When, when creators tend to be authentic, engagement rate tends to be higher, right? And then they automatically start seeing campaigns coming in, right? Because I think for a lot of creators, right, uh, brand campaigns start coming inbound, right? Yeah, you of know, course, you, you, you get you, DMs for you it. Don't, you don't start reaching out to brands as such, right? No. You start getting DMs and, yeah. you know, emails and managers start yeah. reaching out to you and so uh, on, yeah. right? So how do you make that happen, right? That only starts happening when the engagement rate tends to be high, right? right? And today, um, I mean, there are a lot of creators who use all sorts of tools to, you know, fake engagement. Yeah. Um, I think that is something that we've sort of crossed a long time back, right? We know who's faking it. We know what engagement is real. I think this right? is the one industry where fake it till you make it does not work. Yeah. The moment you buy followers, the moment you do that, you're actually, you know, shooting yourself in your own foot yeah. because the algorithm and everybody will start to believe that about you, even for your real followers. And I think the other piece of advice I'd love for, for, uh, from you is for brands because mm. I talked to you know the big brands obviously have their marketing influencer marketing in place there's a lot of startups that I work mm. with who want to use influencers but they don't know where to begin they're right. like okay what will be my ROI they may not have a big budget to put in yeah. so nano micro influencers are probably the perfect way for them to go so what's your advice to you know a startup brand that doesn't have a lot to spend how do they enter the world of influencer marketing and make even a small amount of money count for them? Yeah, I think that's where, that's the reason why we launched something called GCC Smart Campaigns, mm. right? The idea is that, hey, you can spend even 50,000 rupees to begin with, right? You don't have to spend a couple of lakhs, yeah. right? Spend 50,000 rupees, get started with nano micro creators. And then the entire journey is built in such a way where when you spend 50,000 rupees, the brand knows exactly what ROI they're getting, right? Mm -hmm. And ROI not, in not just in terms of views or clicks or you know website sessions, but we are actually able to drive orders and sales, sales. right? And sales, which is um, because in uh, influencer marketing earlier, right? Driving sales was not something common, right? It was you know, if it happened, great, you know, bonus points. Yeah. If not, it's okay, right? But today we are able to drive real performance in terms of actual orders and you know relevant traffic on your website, yeah. even starting at 50,000 rupees, right? Mm -hmm. So I think GCC Smart Campaigns, I mean shameless plug, but <laughs> uh, GCC Smart Campaigns is the perfect way for, I love for it. young brands to get started. I think we must do shameless plugs if we're helping people, especially from both ends, from yeah. the influencers and from the marketers as yeah. well. You know, people ask me this question all the time what's next? What's the future? Yeah. And since I'm sitting next to the man who's in charge of the tech, what's next when it comes to the tech piece of this? You know, slowly and steadily, we're hearing all this AI, the chatbot, mm. chat GPT creeping in. Like, you know, I think now pretty much a lot of influencers are using chat GPT even to write their captions, yeah. right? Yeah. So what do you think is going to happen next? So I think it again boils down to your original point mm. around authenticity, right? Um, and I've played around with ChatGPT and a lot of AI tools a lot, yeah. right? And I think one thing is very clear, um, at least with the progress that we see today, uh, AI is not authentic, you know, Still. as humans right. are, right? I mean, it might change, it might get better. Yeah. If creators stick to authenticity, that's still the future fundamentally. But when it comes to use of AI and tech, um, that will have a lot to do with, say, the scale of managing campaigns, right? Uh, suppose today we have 1000 influencers submitting content pieces, right? We can have AI do QC for it right. instead of having to do, you know, someone having to do it manually, for example, right? It will make the entire process a lot more efficient, for example, um, a lot more quick, a lot more faster. 
but in terms of content creation storytelling right uh, i think ai is some time away in terms of you know um, because i think today uh, it's very easy to know right when something is authentic versus not right because um, like for example we do a lot of um, hiring for interns and stuff right and when we ask them to write something right we know what's chat gpt and maybe what's not because chat gpt for example does not tend to have original insights yet yeah because it's right? actually repurposing a whole world of other people's right? experiences right? right yeah so but i'm extremely bullish in the sense that if a human creator is authentic ai will augment a lot of things for them mm. right it will make it super easy for them to create visuals right, right. it will help them uh, repurpose their content across formats right mm. maybe across reels shorts youtube mm. you know twitter so on right and it helps in the entire process of campaign management campaign but so creators per se should not be afraid that tomorrow a host of chat gpt influencers are going to take their positions so i think <laughs> i think the good creators need not worry Right? right the ones who are struggling to find their niche mm. will have to worry because they're anyway generic yeah right right um i think creators who found something that they're really really good at and are super passionate about mm. need not worry at all right oh, but i think comforting. Yeah. but i think the bottom 50 60% yeah will have to start yeah. thinking hard on what is the niche ironically the ones that are sounding like bots are the ones that have yeah, to worry yeah, because the bots yeah. will take over your exactly. your position yeah. and you know i'd love to know from you because you d- dig so and delve so deep into this whole world what are the new categories or verticals of you know uh, content that mm. are really up and coming you know mm. because so many are saturated and i'm sure there's so many influencers out there who have an interest in multiple things mm. and are thinking that you know okay entertainment is saturated but i'm also interested in this so they can pick the have you are there a yeah, few that yeah. you feel are really rising more than saturation um i think what's interesting is the delivery of the content is changing right now if if an influencer has been say doing fashion reels right uh for a long time now there's a certain set format you know people have done it for a while right but you know ever so often you find creators who do the same thing in a different way right, right? the delivery of the content right or the message of the information itself uh variation there is super important right yeah. um and i see a lot of creativity there right because um like you pick any category today um right from finance to crypto to automobiles to cooking food uh, reviews travel it's all saturated mm-hmm. right like there are so many creators in every vertical right, right? even the smallest of content verticals for us has 20000 30000 creators Easily, right? right so how do you then stand out uh, being unique there is then boils down to how uniquely can you deliver your content mm-hmm. versus picking the category that's unique because i don't think there exists there's no uh, yeah, there's no true. vertical that is not touched right true, yeah. right yeah. so to really conclude i think then um, most categories are saturated yeah i think the presentation format is where i think creators can really you know innovate and in formats you mean even within the confines of for instance i mean yeah. i guess the holy grail of most creators is instagram or youtube right now and you know we've seen platforms come and go but nothing has really stuck mm-hmm. and nothing new has really yeah. taken over yeah uh, so two questions for you one what's the next platform that people should start looking out for mm. and saying that okay let me start setting my base i think one of the things that i looking back was the secret to the miss malini story success is that we tried every platform mm. till it stuck you know so okay. we did twitter we did facebook we did and all of them and once they they moved we moved on from them we did snapchat we still do it 
We did TikTok, then it came and went. We even did Clubhouse and some take off. And even, you know, the metaverse came yeah, and now people yeah, are a little yeah. confused. So can you give us a little insight of what's next? Are there some new platforms that you think are exciting? What's interesting is we've had like a wave of short video apps, for example, mm. in the last, uh, especially since COVID, right? Ah. Um, I would not say have died down as such, but they're not growing as fast enough. You know, Instagram and YouTube still remain the primary, primary right? Yeah. Like, um, anyone having an Instagram profile will have, say, on the other apps, but it's unlikely that someone does not have an Instagram profile, right? right? Uh, right. What's interesting, right, and I think I see a lot of smart creators do today is build close-knit communities, mm -hmm. right? It could be off of, say, Facebook groups, for example. Yeah. Or even right? discourse, yeah. Or, or Discord, or yeah, Telegram, or WhatsApp, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, I even see Reddit communities being formed. I mean, Reddit has been around for a while, mm -hmm. but I think that increasing trend of owning your audience is, uh, I think, something creators are realizing, right? Because when TikTok got banned, yeah. creators lost their you know, audience overnight. Overnight, yeah. Right? And then how do you recover from that, right? Um, like the biggest creators of TikTok, only about I think 10-15% of them actually recovered and got back to their original audience. The rest of them were wiped out, right? Um, and the key to hack that is, is to build your own audience on your own personal community channels. That'll follow right? you anywhere. Exactly. Yeah. I right. think that's what I thought was so interesting about, you know, people were so confused about web one, two, three, yeah, yeah. what is the metaverse, you know, what is blockchain technology? Because all these words get thrown at us and it kind of goes over our head. But yeah. my understanding of web three is really owned and created by the creators as opposed to the big platforms that can turn on and off the tap yeah. or the algorithm. Uh, but I think great insight. In fact, you've inspired me to maybe start my own community. I've done communities yeah. in, in a smaller way. Yeah. I have Facebook communities for Good Creator Co, yeah. uh, for Malini's Girl Tribe. But again, it's on somebody else's platform. So, you know, just a, a passing, last piece of advice. If as a new creator or someone who has a good Instagram following, what is your advice? What, where should they go? Any particular tools you suggest if I want to build my community? Should I still be doing it on a Facebook or is there something else I should use? The trick is to own or to be active on multiple platforms. Yeah. Pick your, you know, primary one or two, but then it needs to be complemented with, uh, you know, it could even be a mix of email newsletters, right? right? Or WhatsApp newsletters, WhatsApp communities, right? Because um, WhatsApp is a platform where communities are very private, right? So unless you're doing something illegal, you will stay there for long, right? I mean, it's not going to wipe out yeah. versus something like a TikTok or Instagram, yeah. which is a lot, it's a public kind of a domain, right? Um, I see a lot of creators, for example, even doing email newsletters where this, it's plain old, you know, 30 year old Basic tech, text. Right? Yeah, yeah. where I just have an email list, yeah. right? Um, and that email list is probably replaced today by a WhatsApp list. Right. Right. As simple as that, right? Because um, today, for example, WhatsApp is probably the most opened app on your phone. True. Right. Yeah. Probably more than Instagram. Yeah. Right. So if, and we see brands communicating with us on WhatsApp, right? So why shouldn't a creator with their audience? Right. And if you have WhatsApp phone numbers, for example, of, you know, say even half your audience, right? It's it's something that, you know, most creators don't have today. And it, you can make a broadcast this. So it's not like yeah. you're going to get pings every yeah. five yeah. seconds. Yeah. And there are ways to protect your privacy and, mm. you know, uh, use a different phone number and so on and so forth. Mm. But I think owning your audience, you know, as a, as a way to directly reach out to them if you want to, is super critical, right? Um, if Instagram shuts you off, you can't log into the app, right? Whereas, say WhatsApp shuts you out, you still have the contact list, for example, yeah. right? So it just comes down to fundamentals of, you know, knowing how to reach out to your audience. That's it. And 
Yeah. I think it's very valuable insight. Thank you so much, Rahul. I think this has given me a lot of food for thought. I'm like, hmm, where will I make my community that no one can steal it from me? Any last uh, words of advice for the creators, for the brands, to people who are, uh, you know, sort of in the periphery of our good creator co ecosystem? You know, we, we are on a mission collectively yeah, yeah, to build yeah. uh, the largest, you know, network for influencers by influencers. Anything that you would like to say? I think um, I think we spoke a lot for creators. Um, I think something for brands, right? Um, I think brands need to really start, um, you know, believing now that creators can actually drive measurable outcomes. Something as good as say a Facebook or a Google or Instagram, yeah. right? Instagram ads, for example, right? Um, I think that belief has not existed for a while, yeah. um, and I think ever since. Uh, the whole influencer marketing wave started. Uh, folks have tried it here and there. It worked at times, didn't work. But I think what we've really cracked at GCC is the ability for us to drive real metrics to a brand uh, for as low as fifty thousand rupees. Right. I think the hope, at least for us, is to is to change the narrative, mm. right, and make creators a valuable, valuable part of a brand's marketing mix versus just you know engaging creators for say brand awareness, right. Uh, like at least for me personally, the mission would be complete if a brand engages a creator for awareness, for uh, conversions, and for you know anything in between, right? Versus just for awareness. Absolutely. And now finally, there's proof that it can be done. So thank you so much, Rahul. It's been such a pleasure talking to you. Yeah. I'm going to take a lot of your insights and apply them myself. And I hope you like this episode. Drop a comment if you have more questions. I'm going to ask Rahul to answer them for you. Go and check out the Good Creator Co. app and stay tuned for another episode of the Good Creator Show. Bye.